0: To it. Welcome at it. Yeah Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're live. We're coming at you.
1: It's Tuesday and the dudes are hungry for more.
0: Hungry Taco Tuesday, <laughs> you know, Taco Bell, I think they're trying to get the rights to that or something I was reading about. They'll have to go through LeBron. Just yeah, like, good luck with that. Just like the Nuggets, starting tonight. That's right. Nuggets, take on the Lakers. Game one, my man. Oh, yeah.
1: Bro, more importantly, did you see the halftime shot that your fucking
0: mascot made for the Nuggets? No, I missed this. I'm glad that's what's making national uh, news. What happened here, man?
1: Dude, the motherfucker put up, like, ai don't even know where they got this ladder, but it's got to be, it was like a 12-foot A-frame ladder with a fucking, (laughs) like, another 10-foot extension ladder on top. Nice. He climbs all the way up, dude, he's like 20 feet in the air. And behind the back, throws the ball into the basket. Yeah, man. It's just the caption on the video, this is why he makes 600000 a year. <laughs> That's
0: right. The highest paid mascot in uh, all sports, I believe. At least in the NBA. He
1: makes more than anybody in the WNBA.
0: Oh, where's Brittany Griner? <laughs> Get her to kneel for that national anthem one more time.
1: Oh, yeah. Hey, Brandy can't do this shit on the basket on the on the ladder.
0: <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. That takes some serious talent. Uh, I'd like to see this guy do some rounds with the Harlem Glo- uh, Globe Trotters.
1: I think this is more of a testament to the the tr- the the true cause of the wealth gap between or the income gap between men and female. Good call, my man. Like, no girl little girl is out there practicing, throwing a basket in a hoop from a ladder. This guy, this guy has clearly devoted some time. Yes. (laughs) And not just now that he's a mascot, (laughs) but like when he was a young man, like that was something he just enjoyed doing, you know?
0: He's also performing now in the Western Conference finals with LeBron James and two-time MVP Nikola Jokic. I mean, we're talking about probably the biggest stage Hmm. you know this guy's getting national notoriety of course he's making a few extra bucks than the ladies oh
1: i'm just saying but you'll yeah oh good i mean yeah but that's no woman's gonna go into that profession (laughs) (laughs) you know that's a skill you have to build up as a kid no you, you know those little girls aren't practicing that's something only a dumb guy can do that
0: this is a good call. I agree with you, man. Uh, speaking of women and men and competition, I saw Leah Thomas back at it winning again with some NCAA uh, tournament. I thought she couldn't compete thing. anymore. I, they, she was in something, and apparently she was getting booed. It was trending over Twitter. I don't know if this oh, was okay. uh, yeah, it was something from recently, I think. Um, I'm pretty sure Leah Thomas is still out there uh, crushing – to be fair, skulls. we're not
1: booing the uh, the woman, just the penis. <laughs>
2: That's right. <laughs> That's the, right, man. It's
1: the penis in the pool we're offended by right now. <laughs> uh,
0: well, speaking of penis in the pool, um, did you catch the new swimsuit uh, <laughs> swimsuit? Edition of the uh, Sports I mean, dude, it's man. a
1: fat, it's a fat woman one year, it's a trans one year, now as an 80 year old woman, <laughs> these are the most beautiful women we have to offer in America.
0: These are the most beautiful. Come on, Emma sent me this, she woke me up with this text this morning, and uh, it was just pure like rage and fury over the fact <laughs> that, like, you know, she gets it, yeah, all right. Attractive 80 for an 80 year old, but I mean, come on now. There are at least, there's got to be some babes in their 20s out there that could grace the cover of this magazine, man. I'm God. trying to jerk
1: off to the swimsuit edition.
0: <laughs> what is this, let's 1992? Uh, so, I'm just saying, let's be real here.
1: I'm not trying to look at fucking 80 year old Martha Stewart.
0: Hey, uh, you're busting into my uh, zone oh, here, man. Taking I'm away, sorry. stealing my thunder. Folks, you heard it right. If you haven't heard it yet, I'm sure you have because everyone's talking about it. Martha Stewart on the cover of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition.
1: Martha Stewart makes history as a Sports
0: Illustrated. <laughs> yeah, you know Fuck. it. You know I went with the view for this one. Come on, you man. You know why Whoopi
1: loves this is because <laughs> she's got hope for her swimsuit edition. ha.
0: <laughs> It's She's just, not too old. It's her in an oversized pillowcase, actually. Essentially what she wears all the time.
1: Instead of a swimsuit, we thought we'd go with more of a snuggy look. You know?
0: Yeah, is that, is that the blanket? The blanket with a hood? Yes, yeah, exactly. We're, we're, on this, we're psycho. Uh, 81-year-old cover model. Yeah. There she is. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, you hear like, oh, "Oh God, yeah, yeah. so wonderful, oh. so
0: beautiful, incredible, So let's
1: all pat ourselves on the back for applauding this, you know it's like, what the fuck and so what is the message? Is the message it does no
0: matter what age you are, you can still be hot and attractive and and you know.
1: If you,
2: money, if you well. got the money, <laughs> you got the money. Gotta have the moolah <laughs> and and the jeans. She has good jeans, obviously. Yeah. And she worked hard. She looks great. Yeah, I she mean, does. She looks great, and it's finally about time, I think, in this country for us to be able to say. Uh, an I'm
1: starting when to smell a little sexy jealousy and in and the air. And,
2: and what I like, what she said, was she said, Hold on, what hold what on, on stop
1: right there. You, excuse me, old bags. You know what she didn't do? Sp- spend the last 40 years of her life sitting on some chair complaining about the world
0: yes uh, to be fair this is an entrepreneur who uh made a lot of money and uh deservedly so um and she looks good but the reason she looks better than any one of those old fat bitches
1: on the view is because she took care of herself she kept working she didn't just sit there bitching about the world
0: and you get the nip here, you get the tuck there, a little boob job action in the middle, you know, raise the butt cheeks over with the Brazilian tuck and lift or whatever it's called. You know, I mean, look. Uh, and
1: you, you got to get the entourage,
0: the Snoop Dogg, you know. Now, I don't know if you saw this, but there were multiple people. I guess they do multiple cover girls now. Are you familiar with this? No. Well, uh, the, uh, one of the other cover women. Megan Fox.
1: Oh, dude, she's not looking good these days.
0: Like a space alien robot from Mars, dude. What the hell is going on there?
1: Like, if you told me that was the first sex robot out of Japan, this is their American girl model, I'd be like, all right, yeah, that's a I good believe try, that.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's uh, it's a good yeah, try. It's commendable. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I could see the flaws. <laughs> Were you just overcompensated? Some anime style creation there. I get, I get it. it. Dude, she, uh, Megan Fox, kind of like what the Instagram Photoshop idealistic woman is supposed to be—not what a real woman looks like. It, it, it's crazy. She oh, used she to be was so smoking, hot in Transformers, smoking man. She was a smoking babe. Uh, too much work. Uh, too much plastic surgery, no uh, she, doubt. She took
1: away everything that made her hot, which was the natural like kind of i don't know it was just she had a natural beauty you can't i agree but you know like like pamela anderson could go get all the injections and shit she wanted because that was just like kind of her look i know know? and i liked it 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 was a
0: good look it worked for pamela oh it was hot as fuck yeah
1: (laughs) i'm Uh, saying though (laughs) you know megan fox you were the natural look now you're trying to be that
0: pam oh well every generation needs their pam so megan fox is our pam which is We'll roll with it. I look forward to She's her She's still with that dude, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> yeah, I can only assume they'll be divorced very soon. Uh, but here's the thing, right? Look, Megan Fox, kind of a lot of fake action going on there. And Martha Stewart, I guess, will argue more of a natural-aged beauty. Fine wine, right? So we're going to celebrate that,
2: um, The man. cover inspires people to try new things no matter what stage of life you're in and she said usually she's motivated by pay but this time she was motivated by showing people that a woman her age could still look good feel good be good
0: okay great message i totally agree and i'm sure you noticed just like i did man come on martha stewart swimsuit cover model it was at fucking everywhere right It was like everybody was talking about it. It, Like Everybody loved it. I got text messages left and right. It was just everybody, could you believe it, Martha Stewart? Man, this is nuts. And then I just explained to you that there's multiple ladies on this cover uh, situation here. Megan Fox is the other one. And then there's a third one who uh, I noticed this time around not getting all the attention. Like Martha Stewart, wow, shocking to be getting all this attention. Uh, Kim uh, Petras, Petras, Petras. I, I'm not familiar with Kim. Uh, apparently, it was a big deal, though, because Kim is uh, a lady fella. Uh, of course. Of course. Of course. So,
1: so that's, that's the <laughs> epitome of sexiness today. An 80-year-old woman, a fake whatever you call Megan Fox, and a man
0: yeah man i'm telling you i think everybody's given uh they're obsessed with the uh, whole thing with martha stewart because of this uh trans uh star this is literally
1: the office episode where pam is pregnant and they're all like trying to make her feel better and they're talking about like how like (laughs) like oh no you're more beautiful than ever and then dwight walks in and he's like no no (laughs) no you know what I mean? It's yes. like we're trying to just make it. Although I, I, I see. I kind of read into it. The uh, Barbara Walton, not Barbara, Walton, Martha Stewart. That's right. I buy into that. They're trying to make eighty seem fine because of Joe Biden. Yeah, you got an eighty-year-old woman. You're psycho, look, bro. she's still, she's still sexy, dude. They're still in there. They're still in it.
0: I well, immediately, I immediately went to the. They're making eighty the new. 65 to sell Joe Biden running in 2024 that immediately that was like literally the first thing that flowed through my head but then I was like wait two years ago the tranny was the big deal everyone's talking about the fucking tranny on the cover now tranny's third place behind Megan Fox and Martha Stewart what happened here pendulum is swinging folks that's what is happening
1: I didn't even hear about it well to be fair what did this tranny look like passable not passable
0: It doesn't matter. The fact is, two years ago, five seconds ago, Tranny on the cover was the news story. Martha who? Megan what? You know what I'm saying? Now, all of a sudden, you didn't even hear about Megan Fox, let alone the Tranny. Everybody's talking about Martha Stewart. It's because they are burying the woke, my man. Yeah, they are. Well, they went
1: too far with it because it became not only a Tranny, it wasn't even like a a Tranny anymore. It was just literally a dude with lipstick. (laughs) Here's and what... They're like, this is a this is a beautiful woman. They're <laughs> like, what? He's got a beard. Like, they're not even trying anymore.
0: People don't understand, man. Like, the dress with the beard and the lipstick. There's something there that uh. It, it... literally it looks like my dad's <laughs> drinking buddy. It, it's the guy. A dress and lipstick, no, the... and you're like,
1: what the? F- the are you man. catch? Are you gonna catch a largemouth bass, or you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna walk?
0: Clearly the, the guy lo- the guy lost a bet. That's usually what you
2: assume. Yeah, yeah, oh,
0: yeah. Uh, did you lose fantasy football? Uh
1: loser. Uh, never bet with money you don't have, man.
0: Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are good. It's got right. our society all warped. I hearken back to that day over the last summer. I was at the wedding. We're standing in line for the two urinals dude with the beard and the lipstick and the dress walks out i make a joke about how he's the smartest one there because he doesn't have to stand in line he could choose any of the bathrooms to use i get the cold stare from a normal dude next to me like dude come on laugh with me a little bit this is fucking funny fuck yourself this is ridiculous it's a fucking dude with lipstick and a beard like that's fucking funny no matter how you twist it man the absurdity. Yes, it's absurdity it's, it's, to the it's, max. It's so
1: funny. Yes. It's funny that nobody's commenting on it's
0: it. Cartoonish. It's
1: cartoonish. Yeah, we're it's, all just pretending like it's normal.
0: The Kansas City uh, Chiefs? No, who was it? It might have been the Redskins, actually. I believe they had a famous group of fellows. I don't fellas. think you could say that anymore. Oh, that's right. Post? Bleep that for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll mark it up when Mike said chink. That's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> Never forget, Mike. The internet never <laughs> forgets.
1: <laughs> never. It's all gonna come back to haunt me one day.
0: The Redskins had uh, these fat dudes with beards that would wear cartoonishly ridiculous-looking, you know, motherly dresses with flowers on them, and it was, and they'd wear pig snouts, and it was. You know that if you're a fat dude with a beard and lipstick and a dress, you're hilarious looking. There's no other way to view that yes. scenario. <laughs> it-
1: yes, you are John Goodman on SNL. <laughs> yes, man. I like,
0: I'm sorry, it's just it's how we were raised as a society for like ever. Man in drag is supposed to be comical. It was comical up until about you know three days ago, and now we have to respect it and make children watch it in cartoon in uh, kindergarten libraries. That's like yeah, we, yeah, we right. went one to the other immediately. Drag used to be a fucking hilarious thing that a bunch of you know chicks go see on their bachelorette party. Is Maybe that not. a
1: bachelorette thing? I don't get why that's a thing.
0: Dude, I don't know. It used to always be a chick thing to go for laughs. Uh, it used to always be for the lols. Now it's nothing. Now it's like, no, you got to take it seriously, and this is culture, which is kind of weird.
2: <laughs>
1: It's not like guys are going to go see a bunch of girls dressed like
0: dudes. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends how you see. Are there drag kings?
2: One. Drag kings! hey <laughs>
0: yeah, We need to start a drag king. Holy cow, you know what we need to start, actually, is we'll get a bunch of chicks dressed as dudes harboring giant dildos, and we'll try to get them to read to little kids in libraries, see how the public reacts to that.
1: And they'll be like super dykes trying to preach to the little boys how to be like men. You know? Like, fuck it. If the guys are coming in to teach them to be girls, we'll have girls come in oh, and teach them to be guys. Mike. That's how you counter.
0: Someone, dude, Sean, write this down for us, baby, because this, this is on fire right here. Somebody throws a left
1: hook. You fucking, <laughs> you know, you duck down, come up with that uppercut. You know what I'm saying?
0: This is incredible stuff, man. I fucking love this. Yes, we bring in the dykes. They teach the boys how to be men while the uh, drag queens are in there teaching the uh, the dudes to be ladies.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they'll be like, hey, hey, people on the left, don't worry. We're going to do the drag shows. Then you just have the little girls watch the guys and the little boys watch the girls.
0: Drag queen, drag king hour. Dude, is this a thing? Is drag uh, king a
1: thing? It's got to be, right? Where my turf's at.
0: <laughs> Explain turf. <laughs> Explain this to me one more time. I'm still,
1: Fred, I'm still trans exclusionary one. radical feminist.
2: Ah, yes. Okay? That's right. I'm halfway We're through Feminist
1: who don't believe men can be women. All <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> pretty much i should be i think all women should be treated equal but if you have a dick you're not a woman so <laughs> turf <laughs> where my turf at? we gotta get this drag king hour going
0: if you don't have a dick you're not a woman that is the uh motto of the uh
1: oh, no! no if you do have a dick you're not a woman oh okay right yeah. Yeah. yeah i don't know yeah See, uh,
2: everything's upside (laughs) down, yeah, right?
1: What's a woman? (laughs) Uh, No, I'm confused.
0: So, funny you say that. I don't know if you caught on to the whole Martha Stewart uh, part where they were kind of talking about how wonderful it is for her and how she was truly deserving of this honor and how women can still be beautiful uh, as they age and... I was just really kind of, you know, zeroed in on their terms, man. Again, we are now no longer celebrating the trainee dude who's being nominated for cover girl on Sports uh, Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. No, we're going to cover that with the fact that we are celebrating this woman, you know, who we're going to describe as she and her aging gracefully and beautifully as a woman should. And we should celebrate womanhood. And it it doesn't It feel like with the Leah Thomas shit and putting the dude on the cover girl thing and having a Dylan Mulvaney, uh, you know, representing the modern woman on Bud Light. Like maybe just maybe women are are having they've had enough. They're like, no, let's uh, kind of celebrate some womanhood here a little bit.
1: Yeah, no, they're winning. I mean, look, Sports Illustrated picked the three sexiest women and two of them were actually women. That's a win. You're right. Two out of three. We're getting there.
0: <laughs> yeah, we lost a battle, but we won the war. Two out of
1: three never had a penis. Crazy. <laughs> one of them made it 80 years without a penis.
2: We got,
0: we got to watch Megan Fox in these surgeries, though. Pretty soon, she may have one attached. You have no I idea don't know what
1: to- <laughs> that is on her face. That might be a penis. <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ, you see those lips? My God. Yeah, it's kind of a crushing blow to see... You know, these chicks do this. Uh, you know, uh, Courtney Cox, unfortunately, went down that road with the whole oh, terrible! plastic terrible. surgery. What's,
1: uh, you know what I saw the other day? Uh, Jerry Maguire. Yes, yeah, so a Reese Witherspoon. Chick.
0: Not even recognizable at this point. You know, it's unfortunate, Fuck, man. man. These babes, dude. Like, if you're a babe at that age, you're going to age gracefully. Like, just roll with it. Roll with it, man. She was she yeah. She had like a unique hotness. You never know. Someday in your eighties, Sports Illustrated may say, "Hey, we need you to distract uh, everyone's attention from the tranny we also put on the cover here." What was that photo shoot like
1: like, like? like, no, I'm eighty. I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna be good enough. Trust me, you'll be better than the third place. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have to airbrush your bulge. You're gonna be...
0: <laughs> the camera guy is still calling out sick, believe it or not. We had
1: to bring in the third string. I picture it like the Ace Ventura scene with the plunger <laughs> on the face.
0: Everybody on the set is just vigorously chewing gum. Can't explain why. <laughs>
1: So- Could you imagine, uh, excuse me, ma'am. Ma'am, no, you look very sexy in that bikini. Bikini's great. Uh, I'm just going to need you to try to tuck your penis a little more.
0: <laughs> Could you slide that dick to the left a little bit?
1: <laughs> that bikini was designed for somebody without a penis and balls. <laughs> so your left testicle just keeps popping out there. Yeah, Don't worry about that Adam's apple. We'll brush it out in post. <laughs> uh, ma'am, your Adam's apple is the least of my worries. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> once again i no. i'm happy
0: i'm actually very proud of the way things swing the culture the pendulum you know what i'm saying the the, the cyclical nature of everything like here we are and uh, again two years ago totally different scenario we were probably talking about something totally different it, now we got the Martha Stewart. We're talking about the eighty-year-old, uh, eighty-year-old, and you are right. I think you're right on the money. This is to bring to the forefront through pop culture, uh, the idea that eighty is the new sixty, and anybody in their eighties can be hot and young and active, and you, you know. So that's yeah. why I look forward to uh, Joe Biden's spread in Playgirl. It's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you get to see some deep shots of his asshole. It's fantastic. That's
1: why he was riding the bike. Uh, I heard he's been taint, taint tanning.
0: Yeah, t- yeah. Uh, what is it? Where you sunbathe your taint, so you become one with God. Uh,
1: well, well, Frank, speaking of that, I mean, we got to talk about the biggest news of the day. I mean, come on.
0: Did you see what happened? I'm wondering what it is, because I have several gigantic news items on the docket here, my man. Frank, come
1: Frank, when something like the Durham report gets released <laughs> right? Yeah, man. <laughs> you gotta go with something crazy, right? You gotta go with the, the attack on the Democrat, right? Oh, yeah. They're now, for all days, CNN has been talking about an intruder that broke into the National Security Office. The NSA? No, okay. I don't know what this guy's uh, this guy's deal is. So they got but a the dude,
0: dude now, like a spy?
1: Dude, he broke into the office, and oh, all yeah. they're saying is like that they're cleaning up the blood and all of this. Whoa, dude, it's so staged. It is totally staged. Oh, is it like breaking just,
0: breaking news? Breaking news.
1: Breaking news. It's just news. to distract. And then this other Democratic lawmaker, uh, they like they some guy was in his home undetected
0: oh wow oh it's on and- like donkey kong
1: yeah <laughs>
2: like
0: dude cnn has refused yeah Connolly. that's the guy wow man
1: they, they went into his office somebody guy went in there with a baseball bat and attacked him
0: oh yes i, I did see the baseball bat just like we did with my favorite story of last year david depappy the man who attacked uh yes. <laughs> Mr. Pelosi. Oh dude, it's we just waited. like it. We we took a minute, we did not talk about it or do any clips for several days, and then we hit at it because well <clears throat> number one, <clears throat> the man was in his underwear, he was holding the hammer, his name's DePappy. I just couldn't resist. Uh it got too juicy, too hot. <laughs> so, um
1: But this one, dude, I mean the d- the day everybody's talking about your party. <clears throat> Like, literally, the the right. White House.
0: Okay, no, I'm down. <laughs> you know? I think we're ready to do it. I've warmed up a little bit. I'm on my second beer. I'm about to load up another bowl. I think we got to do it. For our Q followers out there, uh, I'm not big on the scene. I'm not hip with it. I don't really know the terminology, the different little... Uh, breadcrumbs or tidbits or uh, Q bits. I don't know what people were calling the stuff with Q and the shit he was dropping or they were dropping uh, (laughs) out on, uh, you know, the anonymous sites and all that, like 4chan and whatever. I don't know where people get this. I think it was all Reddit. Yeah, I don't know where people get this. And I just was never in it. But I did see tweeted out today, and it was getting a lot of traction online, uh, the fact that this Q fella did indeed say uh, something along the lines of information dropping 30 months from now, and it happened exactly 30 months later.
2: Uh,
0: okay. Yeah, see, I knew you wouldn't. I just wanted. I hate care. I hate Q. Look, it's like i so stupid. like you know me. I, we got a lot of listeners out there. Uh, yeah. I wanna, I wanted to just cover the ground for everybody. I know we have some Q listeners uh, or believers All right, out no, there.
1: I get, I get it, I get it. I just, I, this shit bothers me, man. Just fucking say it.
0: I wanted to cover that ground because I know it's kind of interesting, and I, I got, I'm not really in that world. I just saw it floated, and I thought intriguing. I'll toss it out on the podcast. Well,
1: what kills me, dude, it's just like us. I, t- I say so much bullshit on a weekly basis. I'm bound to be right once in a while. <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah, you close your eyes, you throw your dart, you're going to hit a bullseye eventually. So, um... Exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. That's, that's my whole life. You just <laughs> described it.
0: So let's do it, man, because I was not really hip to the Durham scene. Uh, and we have some Family members and friends in our lives who have uh, regaled us over the years. Oh, I have heard about Durham for like three years now, dude. Well, but here, to their credit, look, I myself, <clears throat> self-proclaimed tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist. I'm all for it. And for the Q followers out there, my God, the diehards, they had to really ride this wave for a long time.
1: These uh, are all fools. You're awful. This is the Mueller report. Okay, is, I like your. This take. is like, dude. This guy spent all this time, all this money. They did all this investigating to come out with this port, this report that said, yeah, everybody's corrupt. There's corruption, but you know what? We, you're not gonna arrest anybody. So it's like, dude, nobody's gonna get arrested. Nobody's going down. Nobody's gonna lose their job. It's just a wash. They literally just play that. you guys for fools. They wait long enough to where it doesn't. But look, by the time everything comes out, where the fu- where is Hillary? She's off in the <laughs> woods with her grandkids somewhere. Like nobody even fucking knows. It, it, it doesn't even matter anymore.
0: I do think this plays into a long-standing theory <clears throat> that you've been working with, uh, which is that, or maybe we've both been playing with it, that they are on kind of a long move to maybe get rid of Biden or tarnish Biden so he can't run in this next election. Uh, nah, I don't think that's what this is. It was, did you not find it kind of strange that, like, every... I couldn't find a good enough... like uh, I was like, man, which clip do I pick? It was like jumping into a bushel of apples, you know? And, like, <laughs> take a bite of this one, take a bite of that yeah, one. Everybody's it. talking like, about CNN's this. CNN's not talking about it. No, every I had, I had every station. I emailed myself a yeah. clip. Literally from every... I haven't seen anything about it. CNN was the first place I saw the breaking news of it. And what'd they say about it? It was just like uh, how everybody else portrayed it, which kind of in my mind made me think, there's a little, I don't know, there's something going on, man. It seems like the mainstream is a little bit concerned that uh, Joe Biden doesn't have what it takes for this next round, and maybe, just maybe, maybe, just maybe, uh, they used up all their mules in the last round, you know, and Dinesh is onto them. Dinesh is watching all the mules. (laughs) Dinesh is watching. (laughs) He knows 10,000 mules. Uh, Uh, (laughs) I just feel like maybe the shenanigans, a fool me once kind of deal. Don't you get the vibe a little bit that, like, 81 million, I don't know, it seems a little uh, iffy because not a lot of people are big fans of Biden. N- you know, so it's kind of... I
1: don't know, man, the twenty twenty two Cracks are showing. Really just showed me that the, the people are, are just retarded.
0: Well, the Durham yeah. report I find fascinating in one respect. They are... This is on the same level, in my mind, of Wuhan lab, all right? They're now, they admitted Wuhan lab eventually after years of toying with it, Jon Stewart coming out of the desk after blowing Stephen Colbert. I mean, they like, you know what I'm saying? Like, finally, it's like, yeah, it it probably did come from the Wuhan lab, but maybe not, but we think so, you know? And here we are, it's 2023, and all the mainstream places, all the legacy media, media joints are full-on full reporting on this Durham report and the fact that, you know what? The dossier, it was bullshit, turns out. And so, it's the lab leak theory. I, 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 I don't see it that way, dude. I mean, the
1: shit I was listening to, they were all, left-wing media, they're, they're admitting it exists, they're admitting that everything from Russia was bullshit, kind of, but they're not getting into the nitty-gritty of how the the clinton campaign co- colluded with the white house and the fbi
0: for you know sure I mean? they're definitely not but i just
1: <sighs> and that's the that is the scary part of the this is the scariest part of the report is we know for sure the white house the clinton campaign and the fbi were all colluding against donald trump that's right and we can't prosecute anybody like nobody's going to get in any trouble for it
0: yeah, true. And also uh dude, all they've done, they
1: impeached the guy twice. Then they go after him. he's got like nine cases going against. They changed the law in New York so some lady could accuse him of rape. And you know all they do is say, "Hey, no, this proves nobody's above the law." <laughs> well, a- apparently, the FBI, the Clintons, and the Obama White House the are media. above the law. And the media. Everyone's so, it, and the media. So it's like it's really scary.
0: Yes, I think ultimately this is a scary uh, scenario, and the fact that it's being reported on, and the fact that there are regular people out there that have to come to grips with one thing and one thing only, and this is the most disappointing part of the last 10 years, in my opinion, because I, among many other people, I truly believe we're looking forward to the P-Tape! I know. Damn it, man. man. It no fucking p tape? Are you fucking kidding me? We were promised the p tape for years, man.
1: Where's Bill Maher? He'll never admit it doesn't exist. I'm just bummed out throughout this whole process. We never
0: got a freaking p tape.
1: Because I've seen his wives. So you know these were really hot hookers.
0: I'm thinking this was a <laughs> great party. I want to see the whole scene, man. <laughs> you got hot Russian hookers. You're peeing on each other nope I'm assuming tape. there's a newspaper with his face on it The greatest tragedy of all is the we we never got the p tape uh and here let's let's jump in because for there's a lot of people out there you're right that don't really know what happened and it's uh uh I was shocked at the left wing media you know reporting on it you apparently seem to think they weren't really or maybe they were just breezing they, over it they so all they
1: did they breezed over it, they covered it they covered what they had to and, then and they moved maybe on.
0: this is just like what they're doing with Hunter Biden. There's so much meat to the Hunter Biden bone, but they're kind of just nibbling on the edges and be like, yeah, we're going to investigate Hunter.
1: But. And then that's why, dude, if you bring this up to somebody like our parents, they're going to be like, why are you even talking about the term? It was just a th- like we all knew that. It's like, yeah, but it went so much deeper than what you knew.
0: But you also know? this is. Boy Who Cried Wolf, man. The next time you morons accuse the other guy of being in cahoots with whoever, we're not going to believe you. And maybe not everybody. Oh, no, but
1: they're going to believe you.
0: I'm just thinking uh, the longer this Did process— They spent
1: 60 years saying that every Republican president was Hitler.
0: Well, now they have—we <laughs> <They> got, their- <laughs> got the Hitler now. So, like, I keep saying...
1: I mean, Trump's Hitler, DeSantis is Hitler 2.0, but only when he's up
0: in the polls. I think DeSantis needs to grow a really thick, robusto mustache and they could compare him to Stalin. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I think DeSantis, he'd look very powerful with, like, a nice push-broom mustache. You know what I'm saying?
1: Uh, I don't Pustachio. know. I hate, to say it. I hate to say it, but I don't think he'll ever recover from those white boots.
0: That's all I think about whenever I read his name. Uh... White boots. The white
1: boots are going to kill him.
0: All right, so let's jump in. This is, uh, this is for the Q followers out there. Final report made public by the Trump-era special... Dave! Company. That's right, folks. Bro. Make sure your hair is combed. You've used some banaca. <laughs> little underarm deodorant. Even my microphone fixed his eyebrows. <laughs> all right, I hope we're all blushing
1: investigating the origins of the FBI's Russia investigation. John Durham, appointed by former President Trump's Attorney General Bill Barr in his 300-page report, deeply critical of the FBI. Here's our Chief Justice Correspondent, Pierre Thomas, tonight.
3: Tonight, the end of a long road for Special Counsel John Durham. He was appointed by Donald Trump's Attorney General Bill Barr four years ago to dig into the origins of the FBI's Russia investigation into Trump and his campaign. The Biden administration left Durham in place to complete his work, and in his final report, he slams the FBI, indicating they never should have launched a probe in the first place, since neither U.S. law enforcement nor the intelligence community appears to have possessed any actual evidence of collusion. Instead, Durham found that the bureau relied on raw, unanalyzed and uncorroborated intelligence, noting that there was significant reliance on investigative leads provided or funded directly or indirectly by Trump's political opponents. An example, the so-called Steele dossier of allegations prepared by former British spy Christopher Steele. Durham found the FBI was unable to corroborate a single substantive allegation from the dossier.
0: So the whole thing was bullshit. Like the entire... The, no, 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 but did no you hear dossier. how they worded it,
1: though? Did you hear, you hear they worded it? And it was funded by some of Trump's political opponents. The Clinton campaign! <laughs> oh, no,
0: dude, it was like, the Clinton. It was the
1: DNC and the Clintons. Like, what do you mean? It wasn't just some fuck. You know, <laughs> some political people. No!
0: Yeah, man. That's right. It was
1: the people at the top of that party. They all colluded. <laughs> That's
0: yeah. insane. That ran the money. It was the Clintons, and um, I hate to also break it to people. There was some guy. He was president while this was going on. What's go say it? Because all Barack ever did was wear a tan suit. That's the only That's thing bad he ever right. did. It was Barack Obama. But you know what? The thing with Barack, everybody always says the person running the true scene behind the scenes. Big Mike. Big Mike. <laughs> big this Mike.
2: Is a big,
1: it's time for uh, Big Mike. Oh yeah!
0: Oh, poor Brock,
1: dude. He probably did. He knew it was illegal. He didn't want to taint his legacy.
0: I just see by
1: helping Hillary, but of course, Big Mike made him help the woman.
0: That's right, man. You could just see it unfolding in the Oval Office, and Brock is like, "Nope, that's not what we're gonna do. We're gonna be moral and just." And then Big Mike walks in and he goes, get out of the way, Barry. It's time for <laughs> Big Mike. We're going to take over the ladies. It's lady time. It's Frank, Barry. Frank, Frank, Big Mike is a
1: lady. She would never storm into the. He <laughs> proclaimed they weren't going to do it, but then he looked through the window and she held up the big dildo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? And he knew it was coming. She did not have to say a word.
1: Big Mike's a classy lady. Doesn't have to say a word.
0: (laughs) Big
3: Mike. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for a real man. Big Mike. (laughs) His own comments about Russia in the campaign added to questions about possible collusion. Russia... To be fair, we
1: make fun of Big Mike a lot, but Michelle Obama was the only first lady that could lift up the desk so that the president could vacuum underneath it.
0: Oh, that is a great call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Also, the first First Lady to dunk on the president. So, you know, she, had some, she had some great qualities about her. An impressive crossover move. Absolutely. I hope you're yeah.
3: able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. Durham found the FBI failed to critically analyze information that ran counter to the narrative of a Trump-Russia collusive relationship, calling that extremely troublesome. But Durham's investigation, which cost taxpayers $6.5 million, falls for- How about, you know,
0: we, what's Ukraine cost us now? Uh, $100 trillion for Ukraine? Uh, you know, Ugh. maybe that we could spare a little to investigate, uh, you know, the Clintons interfering in elections. Well, I don't know if you movie. caught this,
1: but we've said it quite a bit. He hasn't mentioned Clinton's one time yet.
0: That is a this whole story. fantastic observation. Tr- man.
1: I've been trying to tell you, dude, You, the left wing, this is how they cover their ass. This, the way they're reporting on this story is, you know, it's yep. almost like, why Frank, Why we can't even get through this clip. Why are we even talking about it? Listen to Pierre. This is a nothing burger. His political rivals funded something. I don't know. What's going on?
0: I picked it is number one. I know you have an affinity for Dave Muir, and also number man. two, you know, I love every time Dave Muir says Pierre. And then also, <laughs> on top of Pierre being one of my favorite reporters for NBC uh, World News tonight, I thought it was fantastic to have Pierre saying the word steel dossier. So I, I kind of <laughs> like the you know, Pierre dossier, Muir. There's a lot of, a lot of French, a lot of a lot fancy, of of you know, you know I knew I was getting uncomfortable. That's right. Well, I hope everyone's sweating. My butthole was, was naturally con- puckering up. I was like,
3: what is <laughs> against a lot of Trump, gay around here. special counsel brought no charges against any senior intelligence or law enforcement officials, and the two major cases he did pursue both ended in acquittals. Durham only convicted one lower level FBI official of misconduct. And pursuing an electronic surveillance warrant. There's <laughs> always good, one like, poor the guy at the just doing,
1: doing his job. He happened to take a smoke break at the wrong time and they put his name on the file. You know? <laughs> of course, man. <laughs> you, you, you have like the Clinton like, crime family oh, working yeah. with the Obamas and the Bidens. And the, it's like, you know, but who do we arrest? Oh, that FBI agent. That's the useful idiot. It's terrible.
0: That one. You always need one. The FBI is now responding to the special counsel's report.
3: David, the special counsel's blistering assessment of the FBI tracks closely with a 2019 highly critical report from the DOJ inspector general. Tonight, the FBI said it already has put in place dozens of corrective actions that might have prevented those mistakes that were made. David. Mm.
0: I think there's kind of a warring battle going on between our alphabet agencies, to be honest. I, it yeah. kind of I get the like a CIA versus FBI thing going on here, and well, maybe I, I this think is I a found your
1: problem it. here. So the agency that we trusted to police itself wasn't policing itself, and now we're trusting it to police itself now that it was caught. <laughs> that's I right, think man. I found the problem to the system. <laughs> a little glitch in your uh, your, your <laughs> system here. <laughs> ah, that's crazy.
0: So, uh... The pun- like Literally, it, the crime <laughs> is, like, what's the
1: punishment? The FBI promised they'll never do it again.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's a big whoopsies. <laughs> right?
2: Whoops!
1: And they dragged it out for four <laughs> years, so now it's like, my Frank, why are you crying over spilled milk? Especially from four years ago.
0: Come that's... The purpose of government is to be slow, it's so that way everybody forgets why you're aggrieved about anything. You know, like look at John Stewart. I know we rip on him a lot, but he's still out there fighting for the rights of people who are first responders on 9/11 who are suffering from extreme health effects of the debris that fell upon them. Uh, uh, That's decades later, man, and they're never going to get anything from the government. The 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 people shows
1: you how powerful John Stewart is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's a good call. Shouldn't you guys have backed for... the wrong horse. Should have went with Colbert. <laughs> well, Colbert, <laughs> Colbert, is part of the Alphabet Agency. Don't you? Don't you forget? But um, I really think that, like, again, look at John Stewart and the nine eleven people. Anyone trying to get anything from what happened on nine eleven? It's twenty years later, man. The people, the uh, you know, the characters in power during that time are dead and long out of office, except for Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer.
1: Frick, did you not hear Saudi Hassan? Black people are still waiting for their 40 acres and a mule. <laughs> that's
0: right, dude. From the
1: government.
0: 40 acres and a freaking mule, dude. Yeah, and the
1: government's not known for paying
0: out quickly. Great call. And I like how you confused, I think that's a, one of the hosts of The View. Uh, we were actually in that clip from uh, a while back. That was the, um, what's her name? I can't think of it now. She's running for the Senate seat, though. That will be like... <laughs> Open. She's gonna be a She's gonna be in office, man. I think she's a congresswoman. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. The woman who was running the uh, the task force for reparations in California. She's a current congresswoman and is like gearing up for a Senate run. Jesus, dude, did you hear about Feinstein? Give me some Feinstein news. One, I love it. One of her
1: uh, like old. uh, what do you call it like helper or whatever whatever they call them
0: well, aids aids okay yeah we'll go with aids yeah, yeah. i mean there's uh, you could go nurse you see how old and decrepit this lady is <laughs> no, no, no no but i'm talking about like the
1: you know what do you call it like the interns or whatever i that, think aid
0: or and or intern is uh right on the board. whatever yeah
1: one of them uh released that it was like only her closest aides were allowed to go out like they had somebody specifically waiting by the door so that if she would leave the office they would have somebody with, go with her at all times to answer questions to people, for people
2: <laughs> and
1: and it's been re, it's been revealed that like for years now the media all the reporters and everything have known that if she says something none of them report on it until they hear from her people
0: it does this she, sound any different than joe biden
1: no, because apparently she's been making, for years now, she's been making comments that uh, aren't very, let's say, kosher.
0: Well, you know, <laughs> people like her, from the time that they grew up, they, they tend to make, you know, you know, racial remarks. You know, maybe pinch the fella on the ass as he walks by.
1: I don't know, they didn't get in too deep about it, but I can only imagine, you know.
0: I would say nine out of ten times it's racist stuff that these old folks are spewing out. Uh, For sure.
1: She probably hooked up with Trump. What is that guy? (laughs) You're right. (laughs) At a Christmas party back in like the 50s. Oh, I'm
0: sure it was him and Biden. It was a threesome. It was spectacular. Everybody had a great time. Like these
1: guys were all around in Congress before there were cell phones and social media. Do you know what these people were getting away
0: with? Interesting take, but don't you feel like to have a nice balanced atmosphere in our government, maybe we it, it is kind of good to have people who were around before? No. No, do you you think we should have a full-on you know well. there there is some element to age and especially now as we transition further th- through the digital technological future I,
1: I would never be opposed i actually think it would be i would i would cast a vote for a senator who was like a young buck in his 40s right who kind of just takes on a guy like joe biden or somebody i don't know is, is there like not maybe not joe biden because he's been really successful but
0: well, here's the thing. And I'm going to Like is there a <laughs> way for I'm an gonna, old
1: guy to kind of like still be there but just just kind of be like the mentor now? Mentor, like no, that's guys.
0: exactly. So it's crazy because I was just thinking about how uh you know, maybe we are wrong on some element where we talk about having this age limit. What's the happy medium here where yes, there is a point where we shouldn't have these octogenarians who can barely function uh, you know, they shouldn't be making decisions there. But if we cap it at a certain age, is there a point where, because of how rapid culture changes in the digital era, you know, is there a point where maybe we are going to limit ourselves to some knowledge from the past that could be pertinent to making these important decisions going forward? Like sometimes, you know, ha- I think you ha- see. I
1: think you're already seeing it because we're losing the morals of the past.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, so what's happening here, though? I mean, we still have these elders in there, but they have zero morals, and yeah. you know, well, there's they're nothing.
1: They're the worst of the worst that survived. Only the good die young, Frank.
0: Oh, you're right. you're right on the money, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just I find it very fascinating that uh, you know, it's a hard no, argument you're right. to say because
1: it's hard. I mean, you look at uh. Like almost any trade, all the trades, you look at it, and it's like that. Literally, is what happens. You you work when you're young, then you're a boss when you're middle age, and eventually you you're just too old to do anything, and you kind of retire. Then those guys become the teachers at the schools, you know. And it's like,
2: yeah,
0: for sure, the elders, and you know, look, the I elders.
1: Mean- the, the The problem with our politicians is there is no like route for them to. Like you're eighty years old, you leave office, you just left. Maybe that's the problem. Is we need to offer a, a way for them to like, I don't know.
0: Nah, nah. Man, just, all these people are corrupt. Just they
1: just make a ton so of Einstein's money. worth two hundred million dollars. What the fuck are you doing? You you're worth two hundred million dollars. You spent your whole life in politics. I
0: know, dude. And I guess I get it. Nobody wants to talk about the Biden crime family and how everybody made money. That's fine. You know what? I bet every Politicians' family makes millions of dollars off the connections through that politician. Fine. But come on, man, Joe Biden never held a real job in his life and he's a multi you know, he's a hundred million hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Like maybe we shouldn't have these guys that high
1: up in politics. (laughs) I mean, maybe yeah. We need term limits. There's got
0: to be we some sort limits. of limit, some sort of uh, you know, area there, and maybe that's how you can get the elders in there. You know, right? Like you'll have older people who wait a little bit longer to serve, so you don't have career politicians. The problem is probably the career politicians. I can only assume, but luckily, uh, for yeah. you, Mike, uh, in Chicago, uh, you no longer have to deal with the career, uh, of Lori Lightfoot, her reign of terror has come to an end, and you have only opened the doorway to a new, more frightening reign of terror. Uh, from what I'm to understand, uh, Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson is that right?
1: Yeah, it's incredible.
0: He's yeah. a, he's in. Brandon uh,
1: Johnson took the oath of office, becoming the 57th mayor of Chicago.
3: I am truly humbled and honored to stand before you. 8,000 people packed
1: the arena known to most Chicagoans as the UIC Pavilion. He delivered a nearly 40-minute address brimming with optimism and idealism despite the city's well-known challenges and bitter divisions.
3: Those divisions are real. They are. Many people who love our city deeply have radically different ideas about how to confront the shared challenges that we face.
1: Johnson sketched a broad outline of his priorities, emphasizing the neighborhoods, increasing community safety, embracing refugees, fixing the CTA, increasing resources for mental health, and funding for the public schools. Priorities that may require new taxes on businesses.
3: We have a structural deficit, and we have to invest in people. And we have to do that without breaking the backs of working people with fines, fees, and property taxes. The inauguration was off the chain,
0: now we look. So you're going to charge the businesses. I mean, like, the, what, the ones that left? You're gonna, who are you going to get the money to, to fund these things? And then you're telling the people, no, <laughs> we're not going to make you work hard for it. That's crazy,
1: <laughs> no 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 Brandon Johnson, I don't know if you've been to Chicago. The only businesses left are these quote unquote black owned businesses that the go- that the government fund the government is funding black owned businesses so they can tax the businesses that they're
0: funding they want to do it here in Denver. They want to raise the uh, taxes on white owned businesses to give money to black owned businesses. Do you know what happens when you pass those kind of laws? The white business owners leave. It's called white flight. It's happened historically over and over again. Just take a look at Detroit, yeah. man. It's just what happens.
1: No, All that happens is now I open a business in Arlington Heights while I operate Yes, in the
0: suburbs thrive, man.
1: Yeah, they're thriving right now. Trust me. Yes, everywhere. The suburbs you can't are You can get fine. out of the city. Did you see the new report about, the- dude, the cities have left this white working class, white
0: not white-collar working class. The white-collar class has left the major city. They can't fill skyscrapers. I was reading an NPR today. They have no idea why, Mike. They're going to blame the pandemic and the fact that people are working, working from, from home. home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No! Th- it is not because of the pandemic or because people are working from home. Remote work is almost dead, essentially. Most people have gotten rid of those employees. Uh, people aren't going back to the cities they've relocated yeah they moved out denver alone lost over 1000 businesses last year because of the over regulations the over taxation and then they did they defunded the police did nothing about the crime the homeless moved in and just go downtown right now on 16th street they're doing construction for nobody for no businesses it's retarded it's brilliant And retarded at the same time.
1: (laughs) I I just don't get what the people of Chicago are expecting with this guy. No, he's even even the black community. Dude, you guys have everybody in power has been black for two decades now. Like, what do you guys expect now? That's going to be different. You can't even remember the last white guy that was the chief of police. You can't even remember the last white mayor.
0: Why does the color of the skin, or race, or ethnicity even matter? What has changed for the better for your community in the last ten years? Right? You can even go past Lori Lightfoot. What did Rahm Emanuel do for you guys? For the Hispanic community, remember. So the the big question for Chicago is: Let's take a look in the mirror for five seconds. Every business is moving out or has moved out to the point where. The Chicago Bears are moving to the suburbs now. Yeah, you're losing everything. You're losing sports teams. You're losing everything. You're, this you're guy, No I, reason for people I, to come to the city. And this Brandon Johnson guy, this is not the... Okay, so... Did you see what he
1: said? He's worried about neighborhoods. Go fuck yourself. He up. also that said... Was your, that was your whole initiative. All you guys worried about the neighborhoods is you put speed bumps and stop signs everywhere. Now we can't move. This Nobody
0: guy, can drive anywhere in the city. I just find his language to be very fascinating, We have
3: to invest in people. And we have to do that without breaking the backs of working people with fines, fees, and property taxes.
0: All right. Uh, What I find so interesting about that is I I was like, why is this so weird to me? Like, why does this sound so lazy, right? Like, uh, I was thinking, was it JFK, ass not, what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country? Was that what it was?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Am I right about that? Or I can't remember. I feel like we have just this entitlement era that are the people of this modern generation, these past couple generations. We are the... Uh, there, There is no element here of... Uh, it would be something so different if Brandon Johnson on his uh, acceptance speech said... You know, look, Chicago, we're, we're in a bad way, and this is going to be tough, and we're all going to have to work really hard together to make this place right again.
1: I, I don't know, dude. You know what's really killing Chicago? This is a place of immigrants. Yes. Right? I know that they did the whole We joke about the sanctuary city and everything, but, man, uh, one of the guys I work with, he's a Polish immigrant, and he kind of, dude... The way he, the, you could just see it in his face, how passionate he felt about it when he was talking about the migrants, because he was just like, I came here to work. Yes. I came here because there was no work in my country. There was work here. So I came here. I didn't get no handout. I didn't ask for anything. Nobody gave me a hotel. Nobody gave me a cell phone. Nobody, You know what I mean? Nobody, he didn't grab his little kid and go on the corner and bet. What do you say? He's like, I never begged for $1. <laughs> you know
0: what
1: I mean? That's what they do. They give these people these hotels. Now I can't go more than a block without seeing a family begging for money. Because they sit in these hotels all day and they, they beg for money on the corner. It's insane, dude. They're getting a,
0: a daily allowance, a free hotel. What the fuck is going on here? societies in a weird way i saw an article this morning it was about weight loss and children and how there's a lot of stigma behind it and it's difficult to uh, talk about it with kids and how parents need to be really you know aware of all the social elements to it and how uh nowadays there's all this new science and psychology and uh genealogy behind you know uh, why you're fat, like, uh, it has nothing to do with what you're eating or, ex- or whether or not you're exercising. No, no, it's it's all these other factors, man. It's go, just, work, go work, go, go exercise, go, go ride a bike. Go work out, go exercise, get off your ass, yeah. like, uh, it's just.
1: You we- know why I was skinny as a kid and not fat? Because I would ride 10, 20, 20 miles a day on my bike without even realizing it. We, you know, we live like, in a
0: handout culture, man. You know, oh, here's a pill to get yourself skinny. Here's uh, some yeah. money to you know, keep living on the street. Sort of. Here's a free hotel if you're living on the street, actually. And I gotta say something about the fat movement and the bald, like
1: all this like body positivity. First of all, nobody's telling a short, fat, bald man that he's beautiful. <laughs>
0: right? I love it. Can we get a swimsuit edition of uh, Brian <laughs> like, Stelter?
1: Yeah, like nobody's telling us we're beautiful, right? But we have to go around telling, "Oh, Lizzo! Oh my God, Lizzo! You look so beautiful in that bikini." Let me let me tell you something: if you're really that, if you're really confident and you really believe you're beautiful, you don't need people to tell you it. That's a right?
0: great. That's a great message, man. Yeah, I I, I absolutely believe. You know how I, I know said. I'm
1: comfortable with myself because I don't need anybody out there putting me on a newspaper telling me I'm fucking beautiful. Yeah, no. Listen, I know who I am. I'm happy with who I am. I have my, <laughs> I have my, I have my skills, and beauty isn't one of them. It's fine, you know. <laughs> like, I, it's fine. But I, I, I know my worth, and I think that's what it really is. Is you got to know your worth.
0: I think uh, something that turned me off very quickly about our social media culture, and I'm gonna harken back. This is about 2008 to 2010. Facebook was hitting the scene. I didn't have a cell phone at that time. Uh, I had girlfriends and friends who did. And then right around 2010, there was a trend that took off. And so I You
1: definitely kn- had a cell phone in 2010. No, no,
0: I'm saying 2010 was when I got my cell phone. But I'm saying that's around like, when the trend started really picking up. But it was the social media thing right before that. And then when people started getting the iPhones, uh, it went over over the top the The actual
1: came out in 2010 i
0: think the selfie i never did the selfie i'm not a selfie guy i immediately when the selfie started i'm trying to say the selfies started about 2008 to 2010 i feel like that's when culturally you started getting lots of selfies no it started with like myspace right yeah, but we're also talking about having quality camera, digital, you know, yeah. digital camera in your hand at all time. So I'm trying to, I was trying to gauge it, and I'm saying 20, 2008, 2010, around that zone. I, I guess when the iPhone came out. Yeah, 2010. So I'm in that zone. It came out earlier than that, man. I'm trying. I'm telling you. I don't remember. Yeah. I'm telling you, just it doesn't even matter the year. All I'm saying is 10 years ago ish. The selfie started. When was the I I did not grow up with the selfie. It wasn't a thing. All of a sudden, the selfie thing. I grew up with the fucking uh disposable cameras, man. Yeah, but well, you lost them half the time. Everybody had disposable or... cameras everywhere. You just seeing digital stuff when I was growing up. But the 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 phone, the camera, the selfie, the selfie stick that did not start till after 2010ish. And I remember very specifically that fad taking over, and I declared myself a non-selfie man. And the reason is, is the, and self- the world thanks you.
2: You're all welcome. <laughs> you are
1: all quite welcome. You, you saved us all. <laughs> you saved everybody. Quite the eyesore, that one. You know.
0: <laughs> You're right on the money. And not only that. I saved myself from just constant narcissism and obsession with my looks. The, the way people act when they take these selfies. You ever been in a selfie with people that are taking the selfie? Oh, you got to take another yeah. one. I, the light didn't catch me right. we got to change the angle. Oh, oh dude.
1: Go me and Danielle day. day started taking a selfie four days ago. We're still working on it.
0: Exactly. That's what I'm saying, just man. Editing, gotta yeah, do this filter, filter that guys, filter.
1: Exactly, we take twenty dude. shots. That's the light wasn't saying, right. Man. The sun is on the north. Get though. Just take the picture. I'm ugly from every view. Doesn't get better.